Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Till Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that for sure. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Well, well, well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Birds with Friends. It is 12.48 a.m. in our hotel room. Well, my hotel room. We're not staying together, just so you know. After a team that was counted out by everybody, a team that was doubted, a team that was led by a head coach who has a Super Bowl ring from last season, that team shocked the world on Sunday, and is going to the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for your Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Very good. Also making the playoffs, the Philadelphia Eagles, who stomp the Washington team 24 nothing, a shutout, their first shutout since 2014. And, oh boy, what happens in Minneapolis? The number one defense in football. I can't. Adam Thielen, you gotta run it this way. I'm a better receiver than you. I know how to run it. I only. I don't have ten seconds to throw the ball. The Melvin Melvins. We should have known it all along. What a what a way for the regular season to end with the ultimate Melvin performance from Kirk Cousins. They lose to the Bears and the Eagles. Go into the playoffs. Sneaking in, well, not sneaking in, as Malcolm Jenkins said, kicking down the door, winning five of their Mother last F six. Mother door. Five of their last six. They will go to Chicago next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 to play those Bears. And the big question is, who's going to be a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles? Nick Foles leaves this game with a chest injury, bruised ribs, I believe is the report elsewhere. Nate Sudfeld comes into the game. If you're Carson Wentz, are you itching? Are you begging? Doug, let me get out there and practice on Wednesday. Let's see how it feels. This is what I've been waiting for. Well, we said during the Friday pod that these kinds of days can be very fun for the fan experience. You're rooting for your team. You're monitoring the other games. You're seeing the Rams go quickly ahead of the 49ers. You're thinking, oh, no, the Bears are going to sit their players. It didn't really matter. I mean, the Vikings, they never had a lead in that game. They get down 7 nothing, 13-3. They score a touchdown in the third. And then they're shut out 11 nothing in the fourth quarter with their season on the line. So it was quite a scene here at FedEx Field. I mean, it's first of all, it's got to be, the as I told you, the worst game day experience in the NFL. It's the worst place. Everything from getting there to the parking to the stadium. I mean, I can't think of one good thing to say about it, quite honestly. It's, as Doug would say, quite frankly. Um, let, well, let me think of one good thing to, to say about it. 
it's it's within driving distance, barely, barely. But Eagles fans, once again, I mean, we discussed this after the Rams game. I thought they would have given up their tickets. They would have canceled their trips for that game. They did not. This was a case where obviously your team has something to play for, but you know, there, it's not like there was a ton of juice. You're you're monitoring the other game, but this place was all Eagles fans. They were uh, doing chants. They were singing. Let's go Bears. They were cheering. And any time anything happened with the Bears, it didn't even need to be shown on the scoreboard, which is kind of fun in 2018. Yes. Somebody's got their phone out. Someone's got the, the live updates or Bears is getting texts or uh, Twitter. And so you could just see the place kind of erupt anytime something good happened with the Bears. And, I mean, I guess what it was. And it was interesting in Chicago because – you know, Matt Nagy said they were going to sort of monitor what was yeah. going on. They go into halftime. The Bears are up, or the Rams are up 28 to 10. Mm. And, you know, you think maybe they're going to pull Mr. Bisky. They are going to sit Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, all those guys. And they left him in. Mm. Matt Nagy was playing a win. And uh, there, was, there was, I would say, the, the most nervous point for the Eagles was after Minnesota scored a touchdown to make it 13-10. This was at about uh, 628 mm. in the afternoon. Look I've at got you the, I've got on timestamps. I've got the Who This do you was think sort you of are? This was my what kind of sports Indian do you think you this are? This was my this was my uh, my ultimate homage mm. to Shil Kapadia. Oh, thank the, you. The, the minute by minute uh, blow by blow to reading it. of the afternoon. Which of course people will be able to read where on theathletic.com slash Philly. Mm. Theathletic.com slash WIP gets you 40% off. Does Birds with Friends still work? I don't I don't know. Just, you know what? Just click on the story and then sign up. Yeah. And if you're not signed up at this point, uh, we don't want you listening to the pod. You're a loser. Get out of our lives. I mean, I'll still take the listens, but... No, you I know. won't. Get If you don't subscribe yet, then you need to like nag someone in your life your sugar mama or data to pay for a scripture. Tell your friends, tell your family, your neighbors. Uh, So at that point, you know, the Eagles are up 17, nothing Vikings close it to 13, 10. And, uh, then, uh, bears went on another drive. Bisky comes out, they go on a long touchdown drive. They take a, uh, what turns out to be a 21, 10 lead. And that was that Kirk cousins did not have it. Enough of this. Uh, well, you know, the thing that you have to say is that at least the Vikings didn't, like, make him one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in football. The highest-paid quarterback in football? I mean, that clip with him telling Thielen how to run his routes is amazing. I was watching that episode of The Office the other day where Michael Scott and uh, Jim Halpert are playing basketball, and that's sort of what I was thinking. We could do a little, like, a pickup stuff here, and just, I don't have 10 seconds. I gotta throw the ball. The Capadia household, we did some office holiday episodes, you know? They, like, somebody tweeted out there, you know, five Christmas episodes or whatever. Mm. Knocked out two or three of them. Nice. We started on, uh, we started on Succession this weekend. Outstanding. Pulled the Capadia. There you go. Got, Got through four. So the Eagles game, I mean, honestly, it was an afternoon of keeping one eye on the field and the other eye on what's going yes. on. There wasn't anything. Well, I, I mean, I shouldn't say there wasn't anything. One of the funniest parts of this game, I thought, was that, uh, you know, in the, <laughs> in the topsy-turvy uh, career of Nick Foles, as we have talked about, what a career this guy has had. He picks up another NFL record yeah. in this game, completing 25 straight passes. And at the point when he got to, like, 22 straight passes... 
We looked at each other. Neither of us had any idea that was 19. Going on. I heard it at 19. I heard it at 22. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I heard he, it at 19. He has Stopped done paying what? attention. And then someone said 22. I mean, everything. This was not an explosive offense type game. This no, this was, was a, not the fulls from the last two. Well, even especially the last game. This yeah. was not the bombs away fulls. No. This was, frankly, this was the Eagles offense that we saw for most of the season when it was working well. But it was still the. the uh, yeah, shorter medium range yeah. passes. Uh, you know, three downs to get a first down, four yards on a, on a run. You know, a couple longer ones here or there. But this was this was the more congested offense, yeah. ball control offense that we have seen most most of the season. I'm quite congested as well. If people can't hear from That's the voice, right. I'll be coughing into the mic. I'll be taking you. Maybe this is a this is a bizarro episode. Maybe it is. You're You've being got the me. Cough. I'm, I'm doing the timestamps. You, you I, we did, uh, we did succession yesterday. You went to the police touch yeah, museum. We really have uh, switched roles. Traded roles. I've got, here. you've got the bigger hotel room. That's true. Yeah, that that's all very true. So twenty twenty five in a row. He, may, I mean, he really. The, the, come on, that was his easiest throw of the day. The one he missed, Aguilar <laughs> yeah, in the no, flat. That's true. He, he definitely should have, should have had twenty six. But he probably should have caught it too, though. All day long, they only had two plays of over twenty yards. Their scoring drives, you know, they had an 11, a 13, a 19 play drive, which I don't know. Someone their, should look up if that's some kind of record. I, I mean, I'm not going to be the one who's going to do it's that. It's their but. longest okay. uh, drive of the <laughs> Doug Peterson era. Okay. I can tell you that. Well, that's what I looked up. So there was that. I mean, it was a game where it never Both felt. Both in play and uh, time length. Yeah. I mean, they were always in control. It wasn't very exciting. You know. I mean, they, the defense, well, I mean, they were playing a, a putrid offense. Yeah. Um, but the defense was was fantastic. Sure. You know, the defensive uh, line out. got after it. They had a shutout. First play of the game, Rasul Douglas pulls it to Sean Jackson, makes a, a game-changing play on on play one from scrimmage. Yeah. That was a nice play, I thought, that sure. he made. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they, they gave up nothing. Fletcher Cox had three sacks. Three sacks, finishes the season with ten and a half sacks. Yeah. They gotta love padding some padding some sack stats against yeah. Josh Johnson, yeah. but good for him because if there's anyone who should is deserves, deserves to like do a that, to get I mean Connor Bryce always refer to that Connor right. Barwin year where you know Fletcher Cox was responsible oh, yeah. for at least half of his sacks and he didn't get credit for it. So the good for him, they had four sacks as a team. I mean, look at the guys who are playing the secondary still. You know, you're still those guys get paid too on the other team, and to shut them out, that is something. You're still playing with Craven LeBlanc. You're playing with Rasul Douglas, Avante Maddox, uh, Corey Graham. I mean, you know, the, this is your secondary with Malcolm Jenkins, and you still shut him out. So uh, I think Jim Schwartz deserves a, a little toast for this bad boy. I mean, this defense. Would anyone have blamed them if they were just giving up thirty points a game for like the last six weeks? Yeah, that man, would have would've... been understandable. Well, thirty points a game is a lot. Right, yeah, whatever, I mean, yeah, you're right. Who cares the point. The, the the general point is well taken. I think they finished the season eleventh in scoring defense. That's that's, that's really freaking respectable. With, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's... you lost McLeod, Darby, Mills, Mills Sidney Jones, Jones barely plays. Derek Barnett, Jordan Hicks is in and out. Uh, so so really. You know, I think they lost to Haloti Nada for a, por- a portion of the season, but then he was back. I'm back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the the defense plays well. I mean, any anything else that's really notable from this game? The running back distribution was weird once again. Uh, They're going empty on third downs. Wendell Smallwood is lining up out wide. I don't know why that wasn't Darren Sproles. Josh Adams is getting too many carries. Smallwood, maybe they're. Uh, 
he's probably their best ball carrier. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Sproles is, but they're not yeah. going to play Sproles every down. Yeah. Uh, Wendell Smallwood has, has been perfectly serviceable the or last... The last couple games, he, he's firmly entrenched him his role as a fourth running back in the NFL. <laughs> I think that's right. I With mean, all due respect, of course. Um, yeah, I think that I, I think he I think he belongs on a roster. I think that's right. Um, I don't know that. I, I don't know that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> I agree. Although next week, it's I mean we'll get into mm, a little daily bit. pods coming this week. Daily pod now. Does this count as the Monday pod? Or do we do a deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we do another pod tomorrow? I think this Tonight. should this should probably count as the Monday. But it's one a.m. I think I think unless I don't want to do a pod tomorrow unless <laughs> unless there's some kind of Wentz news. Okay, all right, yeah, that's I, that is fair. Yeah, if there is real quarterback news from Doug tomorrow, we will do a pod. So I guess we should go over the details of what was said there. So uh, Nick Foles did have his press conference afterwards. Nobody asked about Wentz. No one asked who Peterson. Yeah. Right. I didn't see uh, Foles' uh, quotes. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 didn't, I was in the locker room doing interviews, and I don't even remember when they said Peterson's going to the podium. But I anyway. think it was concurrent with the, the locker room being opened. Okay. Uh, so Nick Foles had his press conference. He said his ribs are sore. He said Monday, maybe when you're listening to this, there may be news. Mm-hmm. He said Monday is a big day. They're going to do some more tests, find out what's going on in the morning. He said he doesn't have a lot of information right now. I don't know. What is your sense? It doesn't sound like he's a lock to play next week, I don't think. You think it is? No, but, I mean... I think it's the most likely. This is the scenario (laughs) that we outlined. This is the reason that they didn't put him on IR. Wentz, that is. right. Like, this is why. I don't like... if uh, If we know anything about Carson Wentz, he is like... He is like a like a rabid. I don't know, like what a rabbit just I a raccoon, dogs. like a oh. ra- yeah, like a ra- he's yeah. like a he's like a like a, a chimpanzee trying to break down a door. He's like one of those deer whose head he holds. Yeah, no, no, okay. he's gonna know. get shot. I don't. I mean, I don't. Know. Gonna I be holding not. up his, no. his severed head. No, and I don't. Posing for pictures. No, no, I don't think that. That's uh, not where I was going with. No, that. he's 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 doing. He's somebody trying to break down a door. Like he is. Mm. Uh, he's like he's like uh, oh, the Incredible Hulk, like bursting through his clothes. I, uh, I don't really do superhero. Trying stuff. to. I mean, I I would imagine that all he. I think doing, that's irrelevant, though. I mean, if Foles is healthy. If they think he can play, if they do whatever tests on Monday, then he's going to play. I think the scenario that becomes interesting is if they say, oh, boy, we, we got, I don't even you know. know. Broken I mean, rib. These guys play. Who can they do anything? They, just, they don't even need their ribs sometimes, these guys. They're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's something where they're like, uh-oh, you know, Foles cannot play, I don't think this franchise is going to play Nate Sudfeld in that game. They're going to say, yo, Carson, Ajayi played with the broken back. Come on, I know you Shoot want to. Shoot him up. And he'll say, thank you. I've been waiting for this. And then he'll be out there. He is already lobbying, I am sure. Well. I'm sure. But do you think he was lobbying to play in today's game? Yeah. And they say mm-hmm. no. Yeah. But maybe less so this game. Okay. Well. That will be the news of the week. And I also, you know, I mentioned this to you and I wrote about it in the day after. For all, you know, as much as Doug loves to be coy about the injury stuff, 
this would seem like the scenario where you would be particularly coy about the injury stuff, right? right? With the quarterbacks. I mean, I'm wondering if they're just going to drag it on all week and say, uh, you know, maybe they'll trot Wentz out there for a portion that's open to the media and they'll say, uh, we'll see. Foles is a game time decision and leave the Bears in the dark a little bit. I mean, I think the competitive advantage stuff is usually overblown. But if you're in the postseason and you're underdogs on the road and you don't have to declare anything, this would seem like a scenario where a, you know a head coach or some football guys would say, uh, uh, "Throw me a throw me a Carson Wentz limited in practice on Wednesday. Yeah. He doesn't even have to do anything." Yeah. But like, but he's out there like when we're out he, there. He's he's out there when yeah. we're out there. He throws a couple. Someone passes. tweets, "Oh boy, Wentz just fired a rocket to yeah. Alshon Jeffrey or something." Yeah. He's, he's thinking about it. Maybe. That's why, yeah, why not? Throw yeah. the throw that uh, little curveball in there. Maybe. We'll you see. think Doug's going to call Matt Nagy tomorrow morning? No, I Thanks, don't. Thanks, and uh, see you on Sunday. Maybe. All right, so we'll talk. To, oh, no, we're not done mm. yet. Okay. All right. Well, what a, I mean, let's, uh, speaking what of What a Doug, turnaround. Speaking of Doug. Yeah. You know, we gave Doug all the guff in the world. I mean, he deserved it. Flipping the, the field, yeah, deserved it. He he deserved it, but he also deserves praise. Hundred uh, percent. This team had every opportunity to quit. They did not. Mm-mm. They rallied. Yeah, and you know, it is true that they didn't just backdoor into the playoffs. They they did win five of six. They are on merit one of the twelve best teams in football right now. Um, I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, it all goes back to that Saints game. They, they lose 41-7. Was it 48-7? You know what's funny? I don't even... I don't. Everybody, everybody frames it that way. I, I didn't, we didn't think the season was over after the Saints game because they had those NFC East games. I thought the season was over after the Cowboys game because yeah. they lost... That, I mean, their well, season was over. Well, not rewriting the day like, after, so... Well, okay. Although after the Saints game is when Jenkins is questioning their fight... That's true. You know, that so was there a, there's some, no doubt that that was a turning point. That was a low. That was a low point. Little sprinkles, but the the season wasn't over. No, that's true. The season was over after the Cowboys game. Yes, and after both those times, you know, they rallied. They've won five of six. Their only loss was that overtime loss against the Cowboys on that uh, fluky play against Rasul Douglas. Although they, I mean, to be fair, they did yeah. get outplayed in that game, so it wasn't right. totally fluky. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a credit to the Doug Peterson. The coaches and also the leadership. I, you know, he he was crediting the leaders. He meets with them every Wednesday morning. They talk about the state of the team, and it seems like after those losses, they came in with the right mindset, and no one kind of was hanging their head. And they all the stuff they talk about, whether it matters or not, I don't know. But uh, their attitudes were right. Their minds were in the right place. They practiced with energy. Right. They didn't they didn't count themselves out. And. Uh, here they are in the postseason. They feel like they can make some noise. Who's Why are you looking behind me? This is frightening. Because You're looking got, behind me laughing. Is someone about to murder me? Maybe. Someone's got their, their... I'm on the first floor here. Someone's got their headlights on in the car that's right outside the They're window. probably the people next door, and they went out to get a look at what the hell's going on in here. You might be right. I mean, I have walked down from the third floor with my computer bag at 1 a.m., Coming into your room. I don't know just what these. Just yeah. a sports Indian on the move. <laughs> just a sports Indian on the move. That's right. So, uh, yeah, no, he does. Uh, it's funny. The opinion of Doug is probably different now than it was a year ago. But this is like a very encouraging sign that he was able to keep a team together and have them rally. and A hundred percent. For a cult, you know, hashtag culture. It's very That's what impressive. it's about. For a guy who was 
you know, the most unqualified hire in NFL history. Well. Two, two years in a row. Pretty impressive. Do, what do you, you know, you see these things about the, the search firms for the head coaches, which we Give me a freaking break. Can we undercut them? Like, just offer, like, a third of the price? We'll find you ten more qualified candidates? Like... What a stupid league. (laughs) And every point of All the worst parts of the league, I feel like, are reflected by the stadium and the organization. We were just... uh, Oh, God. (laughs) And we know what's funny. We walked in. We're walking... We we walked right to the... uh, uh, press box elevator. The the first person we see, Bruce Allen, with a big smile on it, like this shitty poop eating grin. Uh, Should have introduced yourself. Uh, <laughs> he could be on the post game pod right now. <laughs> He's like, "What are you smiling about, Bruce?" Boy, they are in terrible God. shape. Yeah, you did say this has to be the worst game day experience in the league. There was one point they were just like, "What were they playing? Uh, playing some tuba?" Yeah, there was no music. No, uh, there was know. no halftime show. They just put on Red Zone. That's that's true. He's not joking about. It. I've never seen that before at an NFL game. It wasn't a, there wasn't a halftime show. I mean, in between breaks, yeah, it was like a Trump, Trump, Trump trumpet. I mean, I like a trumpet, <laughs> but it's like a random trumpet music. It was very weird. Was very, who was the guy singing the national anthem? Oh yeah, this guy, Jackson Frank. Okay. Really ad libbed, not ad libbed, but like really. Do you know? Can you Google him? Let's see who is this. Somebody I should know. And about? they had, they had the smallest flag all yeah. year. This is the tiniest flag I've ever seen. Yeah, no, that uh, that was not good at all. Let's see what else do I got here. I thought the mood in the locker room. You know, I didn't think they were like over celebratory or anything like American that. American musician. Oh, this guy's a professional folk. Oh no, was this guy's dead. So it's not the same okay, one. So that's not the same guy who we just saw sing the anthem. Unless it was a tough afternoon. They brought him back. Oh, you think since then? Mm. Yeah, I got nothing. No, that's someone who does our report cards for the Sixers. Yeah. Oh, he has the same name. Yeah, not yeah. the same guy. <laughs> that's funny. What a coincidence. Uh, I thought they were happy in the locker room, I, but I, I do think they feel like they've been afforded this opportunity that maybe they didn't think was going to be possible, and they uh, do feel like they can... Yeah, I think that guy was just a nobody. Okay. They do feel like they can make some noise and... Well, yeah, you know, it was inter- well, you know we, they were celebrating when we were not in the locker room. You could hear. I mean, a little bit. I didn't think it was rock because I was standing yeah. right out there. It was, they, it like, was clap. the music. Yeah. Um, you know, you could see Brandon Graham's Instagram live if you if you follow him on Instagram. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't crazy. No, not no, not at all. The one funnier thing that I heard was uh, some guys hoping that they would get to play on Sunday instead of Saturday because then they could go out on New Year's Eve. <sighs> Amateur night. I hate New Year's Eve. I I don't hate New Year's Eve. Oh. I love New Year's Eve as oh. a uh, like a smaller house party setting. New Year's Eve is a... Everybody knows it's amateur night. You don't go out on New Year's Eve. That's is crazy. It's a 17 to 26-person. I wouldn't even go 17 years old to 26 years old person game. I think you Yeah, get, maybe like 17 to 22 or you something. Gotta, you got to you gotta just say, we're not going to a bar. That's, like, that's insane. Mm. Do a little, uh, you know, a few couples, play, you know, uh, play some games. Mm. I'll be asleep before midnight. That's fine. Um, is that tomorrow? It's tomorrow, yeah. There you go. Tonight? Today, it's tonight. 
It is. I, maybe are we underselling how impressive this is? It's pretty impressive. It's crazy. Alshon Jeffrey continues to play well. You want that one catch he made was fantastic. Two. I mean, he had the one down the sideline, and then he had the touchdown. It's true. I forgot about the touchdown. It was nice. Nick Foles thrown Coach out. Coach Flynn says he got the strongest hands in the game. Mm-hmm. You came back with New Hopkins. He wasn't having it. No. And then I came back with Shelton Gibson. He wasn't having that either. Mm-hmm. Foles to Jeffrey. We, last... By the way, we we officially hit the under on Shelton Gibson over under 12 and a half catches. Mm, that hurts. He finished with one. Well. <laughs> I tell, I, I, how shocked would you have been to learn that Shelton Gibson had one catch on the season but was on the roster for the whole year. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> he was inactive today. You know who was active? Matty Pryor. Yeah. Doesn't get the feely, but he gets the modified feely, which feely also accomplished, in which you are active for the first time in Week 17, but you don't play in the game. <coughs> he never entered the game. Feely did that once, and Pryor did it too. So it was a nice homage. Kelsey said that uh, he knew about the the Feely thing and had been talking. He was talking to Wiz about it. He was filling Wiz in on the on the on the Feely because he knew the prior was going to be active. Okay. Well, what I want to know is, did he read about the Feely? Because mm. last I heard, he didn't have a subscription to the oh, Athletic. Oh boy! Listen, maybe that's how he got the subscription. Maybe that's how he. He must have seen the tweets. You think he got he got one for the feely, and then still isn't reading about his own his own thing. That would be funny. That might be what happened. Legitimately, yeah. did you have really weird interests as a kid? No, not like really. Some, uh, no, I was I it was like pathetically uh, sports focused. Probably. Okay. I mean, what do you mean? I mean this feely thing. Like I can see the passion you have <laughs> for it. The love, it's the most exciting part of every game day for you. You know what I used to do? You built quite a brand. I mean, today, when it was announced (laughs) that uh, Pryor was not active, I mean, you should have seen the reporters. Some of these people, like, I didn't even know you you and Martin Frank had ever interacted, and he's yelling, Bo! He and MF are, we're tight. (laughs) You're tight, okay. I mean, others just, you know, yelling that, uh, that Matt Pryor is active. Everyone wanted to make sure you knew, see how you were doing. Shed no and tears. So it's a weird thing. Shed no tears for me. Okay. They, it's a, a reminder of how difficult it is, why it's, why it's such a celebrated achievement. Okay. All right, Foles to Jeffrey, last three games, 16 for 18 for 301 yards. How about that? What is that? What, what, is, do you have the quarterback rating on that bad boy? Who I does quarterback know. rating yeah, anymore? It's a nice way to contextualize What are you, it? running an NFL team or something? <laughs> what are you going to tell me next? Their yards what, per game what's their is their run pass the best offense? The... Uh, it is an 88.9% catch percentage and 18.8 yards per reception. So he's making those. Uh, they didn't have a lot of di- His one was a 19-yarder today, but um, it's been quite a connection. We'll sure see has. if Wentz can keep it up on Sunday. That's right. <laughs> what if what if Sudfeld wins the Super Bowl? What if for the second oh year in gosh. a row they have a backup super, a backup quarterback? That would be something. What a nice what a nice uh, treat for Nate Sudfeld getting his first touchdown pass. Yeah, that was a little in, awkward. In well, that was awkward, but also a, a nice little full circle uh, back in the place that let him go. Mm-hmm. And much to his chagrin, I asked uh, Jay Gruden about that this week. It didn't he didn't seem uh, he didn't seem that uh, hurt no, regretful about no. it. Well, suck it, Jay. Sudfeld might be their best starting option if he were on the roster. Right? I mean, for next year, <laughs> yeah, not probably. even for now. 
They Probably. Got, they got nobody. Yeah. But, yeah, see, uh, Na- uh, Nelson Aguilar gave the ball to a little kid, and Sudfeld had to go after him and say, that's, you know, yeah. I, I kinda, that's my first touchdown. Yeah. So they swapped out. They gave him a different ball. Okay. Sudfeld's face was very funny on the replay. He's like, oh, yeah. man. He's like, Come I on. talked to him about it. He, <laughs> okay. said, he said, you know I had to get that ball. Yeah. Would you have gone back to get the ball? Probably. I guess I guess that's what you do. Yeah. He's put in work to throw an NFL touchdown. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Uh, I thought Jason Kelsey had, like, a dagger of a quote that he didn't even mean to be a dagger of a quote. Okay. Being asked about, like, all the Eagles fans here. And he goes, even though we couldn't clinch at home in front of our crowd at the link, we still got to clinch in front of our home crowd here at FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> like, he said it. Like, he definitely was not meaning, but I'm like, oh, man. That's that, pretty good. That's very well said. You know what? I, I actually didn't um, find this... The most like vocal Eagles fan. Of crowd. course not, because it, it was it, such a weird game day. It was such right. a weird, exp- like weird yeah. situation. Like even the Rams game, I thought the Eagles fans were were louder. That's um, true. Than this game, or I'm trying to think of another one, but I mean, it was impressive. Even the the Titans game, maybe I guess there were a lot of them, but. Well, I mean, yeah, because it, it was just a the game had zero juice, right? So it was, <laughs> the game had very. It was really juice. the biggest cheers came when something happened in the Bears game, right? So uh, Kelsey did say that they uh, were using their home cadence, like yes. they, they knew coming in, which was interesting. He said something that they, yeah, knew you from got like, it. This is a good quote from you. Well, I didn't ask the question. Oh, uh, well, they had no, ticket. It was in a group. They, they got yeah. the ticket information. Yeah, he said. Uh, we knew just on the ticket sales alone that this was going to be a heavily Philadelphia crowd. <laughs> is that true? Is he just lying what a shot right there? across Snyder's bow? <laughs> yeah. He's the worst. They're the worst. It's the worst franchise. Uh, is it? I think it is the worst franchise in sports, in the four major sports. I don't think it is the most hopeless because, uh, like, Crazy things can happen in one season in the NFL. Yeah. Whereas, like, there's probably some terrible. The Knicks team out are never that's like. With, true. Well, that's the same thing. Ownership. Jim, uh, well, yeah, it's all about ownership. Yeah, like that's the what Mets. This is. Like, yeah. So what are you feeling? Any little, little. How, how many more post game pods are we going to be doing? What's your gut tell you? Four. <laughs> Suddy. Suddy wins in Chicago. They go to New Orleans, and Carson Wentz and Nick Foles are fused together into one. Mm. Um, they win that game. Karnick Fence? Karnick Fence, yeah, yeah sure. Fonts? Karnick Fonts? Yeah. Nars- Narson Fence, yeah. Um, then they... Narson Walls. <laughs> <laughs> then they go... Um, to Seattle. Oh, I think Seattle's winning too, huh? Party a week. Okay. And uh, Suddy's back, and they win that game. Oh, Suddy's back for that. Suddy's game. back. Okay. Yeah, and then they play the FFRs in the Super Bowl. Mm. So the Bears then lose. We know they're mate. We'll get into the matchup, but I just looked up some quick numbers here. Their defense leads in the following categories. <laughs> Points per game, yards per play, net yards per pass play, takeaways per game, DVOA. Yeah, in a league where, uh, 
you are mostly just trying to not be bad on defense. Yeah. They, they, very good. they have a difference-making defense. Yes. yes. Khalil Mack versus Lane Johnson. That'll be fun. I was going to thinking about going back and watching that game from last year. What I remember is Lane Johnson just crushed him. Sure did. I don't remember if they did. Like the Von Miller game, it wasn't all Lane Johnson crushing Von right. Miller. They were doing things schematically. So, yeah, that would be a good one to uh, go back and rewatch. Akeem Hicks, obviously, is very good mm-hmm. for the Bears. There's Eddie Goldman. Their secondary comes up with a lot of turnovers. So. They're a little bit shorthanded on the secundary now. They've had some injuries. Yes, uh, uh, Nickel. Eddie Jackson. Bryce Callahan and Eddie Jackson, although yeah, uh, I think Eddie Jackson is should be supposed back, to be right? playing. Yeah. yeah, He's got six interceptions. Really, it's... Uh, Craven LeBlanc's good friend. I mean, my initial thought is this is like... Uh, don't do anything dumb on offense and stay in the game and try to win it in the fourth quarter. As much as we say, like, be aggressive, I don't know. This is like one of those. Where, yeah, put this game in Mr. Biscuit's hands. Yeah. I mean, at times, obviously, you want to be aggressive, but I think you have to be more smart here than you usually would just because those guys will take the ball away or make sort of game-changing right. plays if you screw up. And uh, I see no reason why the Eagles can't win this game. No matter who is at quarterback. Yeah, I think they should be. I think it should be a competitive game. Yeah. I think they're... Let me, let me check and see what uh, what the line is. Other side of the ball, yeah. I mean, the, the Bears have a mediocre offense. It's too bad because uh, I think of the, of the teams... You were disagreeing with me. You thought this was the better... No, well, you thought... Yes, you said on the Barnwell show that uh, if you were the Eagles, you would rather go back to L.A. than go to Chicago. Yeah. I'm not sure I agree with You're that. You're afraid of Sean McVay now. I'm not afraid of Sean McVay. I just, okay. you know, another cross-country trip, a lot what of miles. cross-country trip? I Give me a break. But, I, you know, a, a Bears game, I feel like you know the Bears, you're going to have a ch- it's going to be close. You should have a chance to be in a close game, whereas there, there is the possibility that the Rams um, could just be putting up a ton of points. Um, According to the Action Network, this line opened at you the Action minus seven for the Bears. Sorry for properly attributing. I know. I'll I know. start stealing. But that was it's already down. Yes, right, because I think it was quarterback uncertainty. Wait. Five and a half. Yeah. Somebody tweeted it might have been Schefter that it was it would be four if Foles was going to play. Oh, we tweeted that out tonight. Something like four. I, that's it. It might have been Schefter. My yeah. gosh. I was going to say this is a this, this Bears team seems to me like a fun team. If you like that style, what seems fun about them? Well, you know, good fun defense. Defense. That's um, true. They're creative on offense, creative if not offense if not spectacularly willing, willing uh, aggressive. Yeah, true. we were saying that we were surprised. Twenty second in DVOA, yeah, much lower than I was expecting. All of basically, a you lot. should be able to stop. They should be able to handle their offense. You know, yes. Jordan Howard is not a guy to be scared of. Yeah, Tariq Cohen. I think the Eagles have the kind of personnel mm-hmm. that can match up with a guy like him. Jenkins. Yeah, someone's got to cover Trey Burton now. No, they don't. They spread the ball around quite a bit. They have. One, two, three, four, five guys who have uh, 400 yards or more receiving. No one has more than, like, 750. Okay. So they're all sort of in that window. Allen Robinson is a, you know, Allen Robinson is a nice matchup for them on the outside. He's like a, you know, jump ball type guy. It's not someone who's going to run past Rasul. Right. So you mean a good matchup for the Eagles? I guess not great, maybe not great for Avante Maddox. But he has not Avante tough now. That's true. Avante, no ball, love ball. Hmm. 
Tariq Cohen, Taylor Gabriel, Trey Burton, your boy Anthony Miller, although he left the game your today. Boy. Shoulder injury, yeah. right? So we'll I see can't believe they there. got it done without him. I mean, he was there when they put the game away, basically. Jordan Howard, <laughs> That's not true. 826 rushing yards, but I think averaged, what, 3.6 yards per carry? If so, you say so. Yeah. So Tariq Cohen is their most probably right their most Washington's dynamic leading rusher weapon. Washington's leading rusher this afternoon was Chris Thompson he had two carries for 10 yards mm-hmm. Josh Johnson threw for 91 yards Jeez. oh yeah the numbers are crazy for <laughs> really bad eight first downs they were 0 for 9 on third down yep two po- two yards per play 89 total net yards yeah two yards per play yeah that's pretty good I mean it's Statistically, it's got to be like one of the best. Uh, I can't imagine they've yeah. had any many performances that yeah. were somewhat I mean, in this day and age. Compare, yeah, two thousand today's NFL, Whew. the National Football League, the way it is these days. Whew. It's a throwing game now. I know that's right. Okay, all right. Now, how do you feel about uh, you know? I, I was waiting to bring this up, but you did predict Kirk, your boy. You know, you have this whole shtick. You and your minions. You come after me for stuff. And then you pick Kirk Cousins to keep the Eagles out of the postseason. Come on. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I couldn't be happier to see. What, what was with that prediction? Melvining on oh this. Oh, my gosh. On, uh, with, with these stakes, it was, it was his piece de resistance. Hmm. This was his finest hour. Okay. Especially, you know, combined with the I've only got 10 seconds. No, I don't. Uh, I don't have ten seconds. seconds. You know, telling Adam Thielen, you know, probably the best player on the team. I feel like that could job. be a very nice meme. Like the I don't have ten seconds. I, I, oh yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I, it goes back to the entire creation of the grouse. Hmm. Can you imagine if Cam Newton was seen doing those things? Hmm. The hullabaloo that would ensue. You think Sinbad was watching? Thank you for your work, Sinbad. Hmm. We got to get now. I'm putting this out. I tweeted this. I'm putting it out to the listeners. Okay. I want to get Sinbad. Thanks for your work. Birds with friends T-shirts. I want to get them out this week so people can get them on time for Sunday. If they do a rush delivery or something, I'm calling out now. Who? Okay. Give me a design. Uh, I've got a bird to flip from the game. Okay. But think about this. I'm right about if if a if an African American quarterback were seen on the sidelines doing those things, they would be getting killed. I mean, we see you actually don't say. I mean, you see like Brady doing stuff, right? Brady is also a petulant child, but some. But he but uh, has a track record of success. They've a certain level, yeah. Like a break. Yes. Does Rogers do that? What has Kirk Cousins done yeah, to right. like? To, yeah. To I mean, get to, to to get to act like such. Think of how like many plays Thielen has made for him this yes. year. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Uh, Eagles trade for. Uh, He's the grouse. Trade for. He gets Adam to be the Thielen. grouse again. It's yeah. That's an easy grouse for you. He's got another Osprey coming his way, I feel like. Mm. Maybe we can have you think we can have him on the pod? Maybe we can have Sid Ben on he the pod. He seems very very available. <laughs> well, he's very available. <laughs> and he's got a lot of free time coming now. And he's got a lot of money to spend. Mm. 
so my seat in the press box was a mm. uh, shorty. You know, it was a one of those where you're supposed to, it's an office chair, but as everything else in this uh, terrible stadium, nothing works properly. Mm-hmm. It's all old. And so I push the lever and it doesn't pop up. And so, you know, you and others were poking some fun at me. And so yeah, you looked very funny. There was a seat next to you that was of a regular height. height. And it said, uh, Mike Jones, USA Today. Who? I noticed he was sitting who? in the back. And so I went up to him. To who? Mike Jones. Who? And I said, are you... You know, hello, how are you? How are things going? Are you uh, sitting up there? And he said, oh, no, I s- traded with, and he mentioned somebody's name. And who was and that? I don't know. Okay. And he said, and I said, oh, so somebody is going to be sitting in that seat. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm, you know, I got a malfunctioning seat over here. I'm trying to find a better one, but I'll, I'll leave it be if someone's going to sit there. I come back. You say, what'd you say? A better man? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Then, I said you. I was. I was giving you. Yeah, you're giving props. me credit for yeah. asking. Yeah, I said, I said another person would have just grabbed it. Yeah, another person, like whoever the jerks were who were sitting to your right, who just grabbed it and switched the chair. Oh, really? Without asking? Really? I didn't see that. Unbelievable! These people. Well, that's funny because I meant I was saving this because I was going to tell you you didn't know this. The the woman who then sat down was complaining that her seat didn't rise. Well, that's she was sad. Yeah. I didn't realize that someone had swapped it. That's out. why. And so I thought it was funny that you were gonna, uh, if you had swapped it, and no. you would have still been stuck no. with a low chair. No. Wow. Somebody swapped it without that's even interesting. asking. Wow. You know, I try to be a nice guy, operate by a normal. Did you recognize the guy from your flight from Phoenix? Societal rules. Because that's the same. That's the same uh, mentality. Did someone just goes up Me there and first? Changes you don't it. exist. I hope I never cover a game at this stadium again. That's probably not good. <laughs> that means we're like, the world's going to end. We've got nuclear. I could just not show up next year. What do you mean? It's not that crazy. Yeah, but to hope that, for that wish to be fulfilled, it's going to mean. I'm in charge of my own actions. You'll show up You're here. You're not going to not go to a game. You'll show up here next year. You're not going to not go to a game. Or you don't have that you'll in you. Sarah, you'll say, where's my uh, sports Indian friend? You don't have that in you. Yeah, we'll see. Enjoy your time here. <laughs> wow. Shilkapadia begging, begging for a nuclear bomb to hit. In addition to your, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins thing, the, the Shermers went down today. I wasn't sure if you were going to be doing okay today. You seem to be doing all right. <laughs> I, I'm very happy for the Shermers. <laughs> there was a great it's Shermer phase. Se- this might have been the debut of a Shermer phase. Their Did season you see went that? exactly as I predicted. And as I didn't see, the, the Cowboys were playing all their guys? <laughs> what is that guy the doing? Whole time. Oh, my gosh. Well, a backup offensive line, no Zeke, but Dak Prescott's playing. Yeah. Hmm. I wrote down on here. Oh, no, I know what that was. Okay. So we both got our guesses wrong for when the Eagles-Bears game would be, right? I thought you guessed Sunday afternoon. You guessed Sunday at 1? I don't know. Someone tweeted it. I think I said Sunday at 1. Yeah. Okay. Someone tweeted at me and so said, So, which one? Who, who's getting the pastaficios? Coach Flynn? Or I don't know. You had your freaking weird. Uh, I couldn't keep track of that. Okay. Uh, there was a. What about the proposal? <laughs> yeah. It was uh, uh, Chad and, and Casey, Casey K A S E Y. Some guy proposed 
which has got to be the worst proposal of all time. Now, first of all, fellas, ladies, don't be proposing at a, at a sporting event. I mean, I think if you uh, listen, to each their own. I like to judge most things. You tell if you want to tell me that they're that like you know you met at a game. This is your really like you're both really really invested. That okay, fine, but like. I would, I would, I would uh, wager that ninety-seven percent of stadium proposals are bad ideas. Ninety-seven percent. Yes. What do you mean by bad ideas? Like the marriages end up no, not working no, out. No, I mean, I mean, girl says no. Do better. You can, you can find a better eh. way to propose. It was just strange that it was this, yeah, I mean, it's this, this game. This meaningless you know, game. You probably planned it ahead of time. Teach their own. Well, I mean, if you planned Hopefully it ahead of time. Hopefully they have a if, wonderful marriage, uh, contribute no to society. To, no offense to Chad, but if you plan this ahead of time, that's on you for expecting the, this team to be in contention in Week 17. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay. How do you feel about uh, the phrase alligator arms, which we saw from Golden Tate in this game today? Golden Tate, by the way. Who had four catches for thirty-three yards? He does look very into it, though. Did you see the photo? I mean, your your post has the photo. Yeah, he or... seems very into it, except when he has to make a catch when someone's about to hit him. Well, what do you mean? How do I feel about the phrase? I like the phrase "alligator arms." It's fine. Oh, I think that's a fun one. Okay. Game by game. Let me give you the uh, Golden Tate Eagles career. So far, that was worth a third-round pick. Do you think they would have made the playoffs without him? No. Well, then it was worth it. Golden Tate. Two for 19, five for 48, four for 30, seven for 85, one for seven, five for 43, two for 13, four for 33. 30 catches for 278 yards in eight games for an average of 9.3 yards per catch and one touchdown. Nelson Aguilar, five catches for 40 yards on six targets and two touchdowns today. I think Golden, you know what? This is all setting up for Golden Tate to have a big game next week in Chicago. If Golden Tate makes uh, (laughs) two big plays next week, you owe me a deep dish. No, this is not mm. for you. Okay. I will uh I will send a listener an athletic t shirt. Where are you gonna get that? I ordered a couple extras. Oh, okay. All right. Anything else? Yeah, We're dragging you, on. Your your shift key you wanted to complain about? I did? Yeah. Oh, I think that was just to you. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. It's driving me nuts. The yeah. left the left shift key on the computer. I can't. Yeah. I can't go right. That's terrible. Yeah. Um. I think we wanted to complain just about the D.C. area in general. The FedEx, the commute. The, I mean, it's just impossible. I mean, I feel like I've been ripping it the okay. whole time. Uh, you said you had two uh, two notes on the Police Touch Museum. Mm. I think I can only remember one. Uh, that place is crawling with Indians. Is it? That's a little Mumbai right there. <laughs> Everywhere I looked. That's funny. Amazing. I didn't know that. So do you think it was just the day I was there? I mean, you've gone there often. You haven't noticed this? I haven't. We've gone when okay. it has been a little bit lighter. Okay. I don't mean hue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean traffic-wise. 
Uh, yeah, everywhere I look. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. It's good. Lots you didn't see Casey's boat? No, I think I missed it. He loves that thing. It's, uh, that, that place is a gem. Yeah, it's nice. What a great place for kids. It's very nice. On a rainy day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, you could only think of one? You don't know what the other one was? Well, I did post a uh, on Instagram uh, pictures from there, and someone responded, Carousel Uncle. Because picture of Lila right. on the carousel, which is funny because we were not calling him Carousel Uncle, but <laughs> he was drinking like a uh, he was drinking like some type of iced tea, and so uh, she was on like the horse or whatever, and I was with there, and we would go by, and I would say, "Wave to Iced Tea Uncle," <laughs> <laughs> so that she would be like, "Iced Tea Uncle," <laughs> so not Carousel Uncle, but Iced Tea Uncle. That's very funny. Oh, okay. Playoff football. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I'm looking to see I like. Sh- I love Chicago. There will be no, you know, disparaging remarks mm. about Chicago next yeah, week. Yeah, very excited. Seif, three episodes in a row, we get to drop his name. Big hands. Mm. Okay. The Windy City. What do we got coming this week? What do we got coming this week? We've got Daily, Daily Pod starting Tuesday. Let's decide now. Are we doing? Are we doing? Uh, what are they called? Wake up calls. Uh, uh, I am not. <laughs> if you want to do We that. did it last year for the playoffs. Uh, listen, different year. Embrace the target. This I'm is the new normal. I'm going to try to uh, really hone in on some watching some Bears tomorrow when sure. I get back to Philadelphia. Yep. Write some type of big uh, big preview piece early in the early in the week, maybe Tuesday. Okay. Get everyone ready. Everything you need to know about that uh, that matchup. I can do a Joe Banner Q and A. Sounds good. I'm working on the. Uh, I got a couple other ideas. Me too. Okay. I'm working on the. Uh, everybody's best and worst play of the season. Hmm. Got some other ideas kicking around. Okay. It'll be kind of fun because you know I've only like to watched, look at that Lane Johnson Khalil Mack matchup. Yeah. I've only watched this Bears team sort of in passing. I yes. feel like I haven't zeroed in and been yes. like I'm paying attention to everything that's happening and forming an opinion. What so, are you going to do? What's going to be your What's going to be your game plan? I think watching the most recent ones. Although not everyone played in this game, right? Or most Correct. of them did. Yeah. Okay. There should still be some stuff to glean. Is that it? Glean. Yeah. Not gleam. They did some glean. Okay, glean. They did, uh, I was reading an athletic story. They did some, Nagy did some play today where they had like 10 linemen on the field. Mm. Yeah, he likes to mix it up. That's fun. Yeah. Matt Nagy, former Eagle. And then his contract was ripped up by the league, but he was a former Eagles coach. There are, I mean, as as I did in the Wolf's Den, jokingly, but there are a lot of connections between yeah. these two teams. Trey Burton. Trey Burton, Matt Nagy, Strap, Strap, DeAndre Hall, Alshon Jeffrey, Joe Douglas, right? Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas was Trayvon uh, Hester and Khalil Mack, former teammates. Yeah. Joe Douglas was sitting behind us next to a scout from the Bears. Brad Obi. NDC. Former Eagle Scout. I heard him say, I don't I don't think he would mind us sharing it at at the end. He said, uh, I dinner's on me or something. Or I owe you dinner. I don't know, maybe it's on like a Maybe they're going on, on the same scouting trip or something. Okay. He'll, he'll pay him back down the road. So uh, 
that must have been an interesting experience for him. Kind of sort of weird that, you know, the Bears scout is there to scout the Eagles. Right. And you're rooting for his team to help you type of deal. Yeah, it's a funny thing that yeah, the Eagles were so dependent on the Bears, so thankful for them, and now they want to go beat them. Yes. I like that. I like that. Uh... Well, we'll see. I was going to say the football gods. You would think mm. the football gods would reward the Bears for playing to win. Oh, so you, they would beat you the think Eagles. the Eagles are going to get blown out? Next no, week. but they might lose. If they, if they lose, it'll be because of the football gods. Okay. But I like that these are two teams that, uh, that you know are a little bit more aggressive. How do you feel about Mike Zimmer? Boy, what an egg they laid. What an egg they laid. How do you, After how do you the think, way last year ended. How do you think John Filippo is feeling right now? Uh, I hope he's taking a whiff. Mm, taking a big drag. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if he smokes or not. <laughs> I was wondering. I didn't know if that, yeah. I didn't know if you were still referring to the uh, underarm or no. Okay. A couple, uh, a, a couple early firings. Did I see Dirt Cutter's gone, but Jason Light stays? Is that oh insane? Gosh. Unbelievable. I cannot believe that Jason Light is still going to... And, and, like, the the report is, like, influential in hiring the next head coach, along with the consulting firm. I saw the one tweet about the consulting firm helped, helped hire Andy Reid. <laughs> the minute Andy Reid walked out the door, he yeah. had like three job like every exactly. team that had it, it was Arizona, right? Exactly. <laughs> Kansas like, City and I think there was a third. Like, give me a break. He basically he didn't even have to go interview. He could have just chosen where he Thank wanted to go. Thank you so much for your help. I hope that search firm, you know. Good That's for them. insane. Uh, Todd Bowles let go by the Jets? Yeah. My guess is he'll get a, a DC job if he wants one. Their GM is still there, right? Another, though, another, Patnam. another one. Like, what are they doing? You gotta have the the coach and GM need to be married. I feel like if you're gonna do a shakeup, well, I guess the Eagles. I don't always. Do that. I don't always feel that okay. way. I feel like it's the best way. To but do they're it. those those two GMs have done a very bad jobs, and so they don't deserve to stay. That's true. Um, there's another one, I think. And uh, I think I saw a report as we were beginning to pod that maybe uh, Mike McCarthy is going to Cleveland. Really? Oh, my gosh. Not so great. Does he have a history with uh, Freddie Kitchens? I don't think so. I mean, why would they mess up what's that offense? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's. I know. The, I know you want to wrap up. Let's quickly. Let's quickly uh, go through next week's the playoff schedule. Okay. And how about a moment since we started? The FFRs, they, they were one in five. Mm. And handsome as always. One in five. We have our AFC team. We do. All right. This is not, not helpful. I've got it right here. Okay. All right. The Texans host the FFRs. One o'clock, Saturday, four thirty or whatever. Four thirty-five in Houston. What's the line? Give me the Action Network. Two and a half, Houston. It's in Houston. Yeah. FFRs all day, baby. It's like a fun game. I mean, I, I know we both really enjoyed watching uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's true. Last week, so that's fun. They've got some fun defensive players. 
I mean, the coaching matchup, the FFRs could be pants in Bill O'Brien, though. Yeah. With the way O'Brien was, uh, you know, decisions he was maybe, making. Maybe Frank's going to give Doug a call. Eagles. Not that they, I mean, they played them twice. <laughs> they just beat him. Yeah, no, Doug already <laughs> gave Frank the call for that one. I know. Uh, great night game. Cowboys. Of course, of course you say that. Host the Seahawks. It's going to be fun. Cowboys, two and a half point favorites. What do you think about that? I feel like the money's going to be coming in on Seattle. I'd, in love, game. I'd love to lay some seriously chew on, on, on the Seahawks, on the Seahawks huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone should uh, get to the bottom of why uh, Pete Carroll fired Chris Richard. That'd be a nice story with some juice this mm, week. Sounds like you're giving yourself a challenge. No, I, I have a playoff team to cover. <laughs> I was throwing around ideas in my head of what I could do if the Eagles were out for the playoffs. Yeah. But you know what? That's not happening. So that's Saturday night, 8-15. Ah, that's going to be a fun one. How about the Chargers getting screwed a little here, I feel? They got to go to Baltimore and play uh, the early game on Sunday? What's that about? I mean, teams can, the Seahawks have complained about that for years in the regular season, and now the Chargers in a playoff game. Yeah, at the Ravens. I'm not. I'm not crying for him. That's a rematch, right? Rematch. We just saw Ravens that game. just went out there. And fun won. game. That's a fun game. Aaron Kasinitz. That's right. Hayden Hurst. Got to feel happy for him. He finally gets to make the playoffs at the ripe old age of 79. This is a fun first round. Now that I'm it looking is. at it, it really is. I mean, I could see some people not really. What's the line in that game? Ravens two and a half. Wow. So Eagles are the biggest dogs. That makes sense. Of round you one. You bust out the underdog masks? Or is that only for home? I think they're just doing ski masks. Okay. So there you have it. And then if they if the Eagles win, they will play again the late game on Sunday in New Orleans. Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> the the <laughs> I have not seen a look of joy on your face <laughs> That's all so season long. Say, say it. It's so all fun. season long. Like when when you just put the, the your tongue on the roof of your mouth Not in anticipation of getting to say It's fun. Knowledge. <laughs> I have no I have never seen you so happy. It's fantastic. All right. All right. So, barring real quarterback news tomorrow from Doug Peterson, we will talk to you on Tuesday. But maybe we'll talk to you tomorrow as Carson Wentz has his vertebrae fused together. And he's injected with all kinds of horse tranquilizers. Do we have WIP Wednesday night or is Julio going to duck us again? Mm, good question. We'll have to find out. I think we'll be back. Okay. Does that count as a daily pod? I think so. Yeah, you think I'm going to do another one? What are you crazy? So, all right, we've got we've got uh, we've got juice, baby. Rate review. Let's see. Turn into playoff mode. Oh yes, it's time for another contest. Oh, it is. Leave a review. Mm. Tell us how many points do you think the Eagles are going to score in the playoffs? We did this last year. Oh, good one. Total points for the total points scored for the Eagles in the playoffs. What does the winner get? The winner gets a T-shirt, an, an athletic T-shirt. Okay. Size large. Comfortable T-shirt. Okay. Nikki Foles. 
What a story. Does it again. Does it again. They're averaging in the last three games, I believe it's 28 and a half points per game, I want to say. Okay. Fifth best in the NFL over that span. Who would have thought when Nikki Foles was coming in? Almost like 60% of Eagles fans. That's true. <laughs> what a career. What a career. Seven touchdowns, 25 straight completions. What a, that 25 straight completions was like... Legit. I would like to know, like, were they, at what point did they start to make a, uh, a notice of it on the broadcast? Because, yeah, I mean, a lot of them came on that one drive, but, I mean, yeah. I had no idea. They were not impressive. Yeah. One of the great... Super Bowl performances of all time? Probably the greatest quarterback performance. Think so? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. What a career. What a career. And now it may or may not extend. Nick Foles, Brandon Graham, mm. Darren Sproles, maybe Jason Peters, mm. guys like Jordan Hicks, Nelson Aguilar, perhaps. Corey Graham. Corey Graham. <laughs> Golden Tate. These great Eagles. They all got to play for sure, at least one more game. Who's the most likely midnight green? Who, who's the player most likely like disappointed that like he was planning a vacation and now he's like, oh god. Great question. Gonna show up there again next week. Great question. It's a tough one. Active roster. I think so. Yeah, they all they all seem to enjoy themselves quite a bit. They all enjoy this. Uh, I will say that this this you know even, this team does seem to still enjoy their, each other's company. I agree. It's tough. I'm gonna say. <coughs> Golden Tate. <laughs> I disagree. I think he was enjoying himself. Yeah, I'm sure he was enjoying himself, but he's also got free agency to worry about. I was thinking about maybe Shelton Gibson, but he likes it. He has fun. He, yeah, he's a, he has a great uh, time. Okay. Well, who like who are the inactive? Guys? Richard Rogers. How about that? That's a good one. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. All right. See ya. It would have been Wiz if he wasn't uh, now playing again. True. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations, Eagles fans. For Shiel, I'm Bo, and as always, for another week and forever, we love you.